The Raven Folly Institute presents The Sanguine Moors of Bathamir. Episode 5 The Scarecrow. Welcome to The Raven Folly Institute presents The Sanguine Moors of Bathamir. Uh, we are joined by our four intrepid adventurers. Uh, Hey, Colin, who are you playing? I am playing Grayson, a turtle wizard. Uh, John? I am playing Ishikayash Bishmena, a high elven rogue who's looking California, but feeling Minnesota. <laughs> Miranda, who are you playing? I'm playing Strummer, a fighter. <laughs> I like that we've hit the oh we took a week <laughs> off between recording sessions and everybody's a little a little slow on, on the draw. Hey Danny, <laughs> tell us about who you're playing. I'm playing Max, a halfling barbarian or pint-sized lesbian or both. <laughs> <laughs> Why not both? Why not both? Um as always, are just sort of general content warnings of there will be adult language, and it's a Vaguely gothic horror campaign. So if that squeaks you out, you know, um, just be forewarned. But yeah, welcome to the Moorlands. We return this week after you made a quick excursion outside of the town of Scarlet Fields, a little village known for producing the distinctive red beer popularized all across the Moorlands. You were asked by one of the barmaids to maybe keep an eye out and find her brother. He went hunting a couple weeks back and never came back. You were approached by a mysterious bard whom you taunted a bit, um, who offered you some work with a uh, somewhat mysterious organization, shall we say, um, that has some potential future work if you can prove yourselves. You encountered a monster up in the hills who was not really a monster, or was he? And on your way back to the village, you fought a scarecrow, which was not fully just a scarecrow. Uh, it, it was a bag of human remains and the head of the missing young hunter. And I believe we left off just outside of town in the fields. You had to cross a field of red wheat to get to the, the, the hills. Um, uh, sort of like the high, highland kind of ground behind the town, uh, north of the town. And you are currently, if I'm remembering correctly, by the corpse of the animated scarecrow in the fields of wheat within sight of the town. And um, as, as dusk is slightly, is uh, not, not so rapidly approaching, this, this part of the world has this sort of vaguely always feels like about four o'clock in the afternoon kind of haze to it. So it's this warm reddish light as the day is drawing to a close and you have a scarecrow full of guts what would you like to do so um i've seen this before you have uh, oh uh i i should correct not not this as in scarecrow with human head uh this as in um compromising situation with dead body so i think our first order of business is get our story straight oh that's a very good point oh 
Okay. Uh, right. I uh, propose it was like that when we got here. Okay. Um, I mean, that's one way we could do this, yes. I'm open to ideas. We could always, I mean, we just got into this fight. Look at us. Some of us are bloodied. We Who? could uh, just, you know, we could, we could just casually walk away. This is tall grass. They can't see anything, right? The scarecrow's missing. Uh, I have a question. Is Strummer actually bloody? Uh, I would say, no, she's not. <laughs> she has she has a gash in the side of her uh, where her collarbone and neck meat from when she got hit. And uh, no, it is not bloody, and it is open. It's an open. Uh, uh, by way of contrast, uh, Matt Mercer would say, as a kayak is looking pretty hurt. <laughs> Max has got a, a fair share of blood, so um, everybody roll a perception check. Oh, that's off to a good start for the night. <laughs> I mean, 12. 12. 15? 15. Uh, uh, nine typical typical <laughs> strummer fashion. Eight. Eight. Um, Ezekiah is the only one who sees this. You can see something kind of disturbing the grass, maybe about 30, 40 feet off, heading in your vaguely in your general direction. It's below the site. The grass is, um, I mean, Max is completely out of sight because you're, the taller members of you probably have like above the bridge of your nose, you can kind of hop up and see the town, but the, the, the weed is pretty high. In fact, the scarecrow was up on a, you know, a wooden beam to put it like, chest and shoulders above the above the wheat but when it got one dropped to the ground it was about um it was average height it was like 510 or so but you see there's some, something is kind of moving in the grass oh crap what all is right it is? some uh some something is coming and uh, i'm not sure what so my top recommendation is to uh arm ourselves and hide uh yeah let's Get- why don't we hide, use the the wheat to hide ourselves yeah. and see what what happens uh, Do you want me to will... clean you guys up real quick? I can I can clean everybody up, so we don't look like we we did this. Uh, um, Dungeon Master, do we have time for that? Um, you think you've got about maybe ten or fifteen seconds before it arrives? Okay, so maybe oh. not. <laughs> not so much. Okay, all right. Let's hide, uh, hide. Hide, 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 guys. <laughs> Roll stealth checks. Oh God! All right, <laughs> I'm actually four hundred and twenty-five pound turtle is kneeling. Oh no! I'm like I'm supposed to be still. Wait, wait, that's I hilarious. Six. <laughs> I, I, oh. I see Grayson just like kneel down, and I'm like, okay, and I just like kneel down next to Grayson. <laughs> I actually got a 15. Okay, <laughs> we'll say that you you accurately decide how far into the weeds you have to get to to be mostly un, uh, unseen. Uh, Max just doesn't have any concept of how far you're, you're close enough, like. That you're, you're still looking out through the weeds so to see what's coming. Uh, I popped an 11. Straight middle of the ground. How about how about Strummer? Uh, 15. 15, not bad. All right. As you kind of step back into the weeds, some of you are more visible than others. I would actually say maybe poor Ez with the 11, you picked a spot and then Grayson picked a spot near you and that like 
pushed some of the weeds out of the way so you're slightly more visible than you want to be and you just just live with it and then from the from the from behind where you've killed the scarecrow you see that the, the weeds are moving the the, the the weeds moving and the, the, it's swaying and then suddenly out pops the fattest cat you've ever seen in your life gotta be 28 30 pounds of farm cat and it walks right up to the bag of meat and starts kind of nut, nut like nudging it and seeing like checking it out to see if it's worthy if it's good eating insight check on that cat roll an insight uh <laughs> ditto it, yeah uh one of, if one of you wants to roll a uh nature or survival instead uh because it is a cat that judges its behavior you could pick i i'll, I'll roll cats are human enough you can roll an inside check on it if you want to though i can do nature nature's fine uh, whichever um, one you want to they, uh, i think <laughs> ca- i think cats are qualified for insight checks too 12 oh 12 natural one for a six seven <laughs> is ezekiah not a cat person <laughs> evidently not <laughs> um you know, with a with a twelve uh, for Grayson, you legitimately think that cat's going to start eating the guts. Okay, I will uh, go over and politely shoo it away. <laughs> Roll an animal handling check. <laughs> okay, uh, it's a two on the dice. <laughs> Which is a uh, oh, and plus zero. So yeah, so uh, it natural two. He, he hisses at you and swipes at you. Oh, um, I would great. like to send Fox down to scare the cat. <laughs> I've rolled an intimidation check for Fox. The cat? I'm not sure what his what his intimidation score is, but we'll just say he's got a plus three. It's a natural out. twenty. <laughs> okay so your 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 hawk swoops down at the cat the cat who thinks he can take this turtle man has decided that the the bird is scarier than you are grabs a string of intestines and runs and you just see much like an uncase like sausage casings trailing behind him running off into the into the um the high gra- the high grass away from you uh, running actually being a bit of an exaggeration. Anybody who's had an extremely overweight house cat knows wh- how much grace is involved with that. It's sort of a sway and a waddle. Um, Plopping in, away. Yeah, in an undignified manner. Do you want Fox to try to kill the cat or do you want to just let him go? No, no, it can let it go. But I would okay. like to, can I Can I fist bump Fox's uh, wing? Absolutely. Okay. He holds out the wing real quick. You can. Well done, friend. Fist bump. Well done. There you go. Um, I would also like to kneel and send Fox in a circle around us just to see if the cat was solo or not. Sure. Yeah. Roll a roll a perception check for Fox. I want to say they have a. I want to say they have advantage on sight. Is that what what, ha- yeah. what Falcons are? So yeah. yeah. Sure they do, Dungeon Master. Sure they do. Why not? Okay. Um, One of these days we'll remember to have the familiar stats up on <laughs> on screen somewhere when we do it. Ten on the dice, and then. I can find. Eh, we'll give them. Let's give them a plus three. So that most familiars when they're good at something have a plus three. So that actually seems uh, accurate. With a with a with a quick circle overhead, you can kind of see the shimmying of the cat running away from him, and it's it's doing that cat thing where it runs about twenty feet, looks back, runs another twenty feet, looks back, 
but it looks like he's heading towards a barn on the edge of town. He's not like with anybody. I think we're clear. Okay. Marvelous. Um, I haven't had to ask this question in quite a long time. Should we keep the severed head? Uh, You know what? Uh, I mean, she... I think it would be wrong of us to bring this head back to his sister, you know, when she's like, I was looking for my brother and then we bring this head back and we're like, we Surprise. found him. Right. Probably isn't. Uh, Not the done thing. Right. Seems more traumatic than anything else. Perhaps uh, if we find a piece of clothing or a necklace or something that could identify him. Yeah. Can we um can we see if there's anything else on him? Who wants to well the head was inside the burlap sack of the scarecrow. Do you want to kind of root around in there and see if you can Absolutely. Find it? Oh, I will. <laughs> I, I want to do it. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I'm going to help. All no, right. No, I don't well, have gloves uh, on. You can uh, either help and give Strummer advantage, or you can both roll an investigation check. So, uh, if you don't have gloves on and you're feeling squeamish, I'm happy to. I've again, I haven't done this exactly, but you know. Oh, um, yeah, I, I think you should you should look uh, as well. <clears throat> I, great. Uh, give you know? me a, give me a hand here. Okay. <laughs> I got All a seven. Right. <laughs> a seven? Yeah, you don't find. Oh, uh, 17. 17. Oh. You, you actually find um, like a bandana and it's covered in blood, but it looks like it was, it's, it, it is distinctly different material from the, from the scarecrow. Like it, this is more of like a, like a, like a farmer's uh, bandana than it would be um, like a piece of the scarecrow. All right. So apart from the fact that a couple of us look like we were attacked by an angry tree, we simply need to go back and tell her that we found her brother's body tragically in the woods. Some animals had been at it and we cannot discern mode of death, but it is very sad and we are struck. Maybe you leave out that her, her brother was eaten by creatures Uh, transparency is always the best policy but maybe in this case yeah maybe in this case we leave that out yeah i mean also probably you know your brother uh was also eaten by a house cat is probably not something we should ever bring up either no 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 no. No, detail (laughs) or that he was made into a scarecrow no 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 no, no, wow no, no, a, no. For all she knows, it could be a hunting accident. Right. right. I think, I think that's, that's a good thing to tell her. Yeah. We found him way back there in the woods. Yes. It With was a hunting bear. accident. He took a tumble, maybe. Oh, there sure. it is. Yeah. You know, um, he wasn't mm-hmm. the smartest guy I heard. So maybe, you know, oh, he didn't well, know how to tie a knot or something. I don't know. Let's practice it without saying that last part about him being stupid. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> well, it was it was known around town. It's not exactly going to be news, right? No. But you don't speak ill of the dead guys. Like, you know, I mean, you know, why? They're, we don't. They're dead. 
Well, I mean, not to the family members. You say oh. it behind their backs, like when no one they know was in the room, you know. Or okay, no so Max and I'll talk to the waitress. Yes. Okay. That sounds like a, <laughs> a good plan. But we I should clean take... up first. So yes. uh, we yes. don't want to scare her. So we're going to plaster her with alcohol. We should and talk bring about it to her this. gently. It's pretty late, and I do believe we were run out of town last time. Well, we weren't necessarily run out of town. I think they wanted to talk to us, and we just ghosted them. You know? Yes. You, you aggressively avoided some town officials on the way so to town. So why don't, you know what, let's go back. Pretend like, oh, we're new. <laughs> and we're you? just taking a jaunt around town and was, we're looking at the local stuff. You're a, you're a professor <laughs> of archaeology. Um, you know, Ezekiah is writing a book on our, uh, on historical research of whatever we're doing. Right. And, and we got lost on the way to the Starbucks. That's right. Professor Maxine was a, a professor of like old uh, uh, food and stuff. What is that? Gourmet cooking? I don't know. And they have uh, professors for that? I don't, I think so. Oh, you know, this might be a case where the more <laughs> elaborate we make our story, the less believable it's starting to sound. Yes, yeah, I think that's true. That's true. I, Probably. I, but do we do we think we should try and get back into town under the cover of darkness? Yes, and get to a Probably. Room? I, I believe we all need some rest. So, yes. Yeah. How far away from the town are we? You're like a quarter mile. You can see you can see the lights are starting to come on in different houses. Like um, just if you look over the wheat field, I've I've a delicate question. I don't think we've ever settled. Um, we have been sleeping rough. Are we planning to do so again? I don't believe we had secured rooms. Well, we're we going back. We can go back to the inn and get rooms where Riza works. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and maybe she'll give it to us for free because we helped her find her brother. <laughs> right. I mean, the room's for free, not her. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I just thought I'd, you know. Okay. Freezing. Yeah. I, yes. yeah. Okay. Uh, this sounds but like you a might, you plan. Know. <laughs> so let's, well, let's start walking. We've got the right. bones of a plan, right? We'll just... There you go. Make it up from there. Yeah. As we're walking, Perfect. Max will just do press a digitation and clean myself and as up. You guys sounds it. great. Grayson didn't need anything, right? I am unhurt. Yeah. Oh, and, kind of... and sorry, and sorry, strummer too. So you're you'll press to digitate the blood off of your clothes. Yeah. You look, I mean, you've been so out in the woods. Fresh and like... depth. <laughs> Perfect. Um, fresh as daisies. <laughs> You, as you're getting to town, it's it's right at dusk. You can see like little, you know, little warm light coming from inside the different cottages. The the bar is still um, open, and hopping isn't the right word for it. But much like any village where really there's only one place to go drinking after work, there seems to be more people there than usual. The pig is still in the pen. He looks at you with like a lazy glare as you walk by because you don't unless you give him any affection or attention he's just going to kind of look at you like you're shirking your duties as humans oh, I'm gonna pet uh, the pig. Look, at, look at how large that pig is where how where did he come from he kind of puffs up a little bit he's very proud <laughs> never seen that pig here before 
Oh, um, you didn't notice it when we came in last time? No, it wasn't here before. It yeah, was. it was. No, I would have yeah, noticed yeah. a large pig. A pig that it, size. I we had noticed. a whole conversation about how it was the biggest pig we'd ever seen and no. how it made me want bacon. And then the pig got mad and then I had to not talk about bacon. But now I still really want bacon. I, there, there was no pig. Real Grayson, I, I think you're gas lamping us, Grayson. <laughs> Let me get some perception. You need a different dice tonight. That that was a six. <laughs> okay, you don't see anything. Uh, uh, ten. A lot. Me. A lot. Uh, uh, an unclean twenty. Nice. Um, as you do notice, the streets are pretty quiet because it's evening. You know, business has come to a close. But you see this sort of um, what you think at first is a mustache, but it turns out it seems like he just wipes his nose a lot, and he's got sort of like a red streak underneath his nose um lanky kid with a vaguely what you might call like someone cosplaying a town guard sort of clocks you entering town from f- further down the street like as you're as you're coming back like you remember there's that sort of loop that you, you went around from the potion shop to the bar it's sort of like a like a c-shaped main road and he's further down that and he sees the four of you come back to town and just kind of that with a with a dirty 20, you can actually see like he's um, doing the like, be cool, walk casual. And he just sort of like starts walking away, uh, heading towards the the central building in the town, which um, you had uh, walked. Some, I think all four of you had walked right at some point. That's sort of like the main lodge, the, the sort of the, the, the city hall of this little town. Uh, how, how dark is it at this point? It is twilight. So it's still a little bit of light in the sky, but it's mm. the town is darkening. Okay. Hey, folks. No no desire to alarm you, but uh, Captain Snotnose of the Guard over there is casually making his way towards the town hall with no intent at all except to head in that direction, I'm sure. Hmm. He clocked us, then skedaddled. You watch him look over his shoulder like he's trying to be cool, and it's like a stage look and then he starts walking a little faster, but he's doing like the butt wiggle of like trying to not run. Uh, so uh, if if Ezh can time it when he looks back, um, he's going to put up one you know one hand, uh, rest one arm on the other arm, and dangle his wrist and give him a finger wave. <laughs> um, to what effect are you trying to? Uh, is this an intimidation? Is this a, a seduction? What are you trying to do? No, here? it is. It is. Um, I suppose it'd be intimidation as in I see what you're doing and it's not adorable, but it's Um, so adorable. He does that thing where like a little kid does where they look away real quick. Like I didn't see you because he totally saw what you just did. And Mm -hmm. then he starts like half running towards the the city at all. Can we get to the tavern before he gets to the building? Uh, You are. Yeah, actually, he's going to. You, you get there about the same time. So by the time okay. he gets to the, ta- the the to the town to the city hall, you could be in the tavern. It's, right. it's a it's a small it's a small uh, John. As long as long as you don't hesitate. I uh, I have an idea, but let's let's get to the tavern and get inside, shall we? Sounds good. Sounds good. And then right before we get into the tavern, I will turn and talk to Thin Air and say, there's very clear instructions. I need you 
to hold this door closed. Only let people out. Don't let anyone in. And I'll cast Unseen Servant. Okay. And see if that works. You're going to make me look up the stats for Unseen Servant. <laughs> There's a strength of one can lift like 15 pounds, maybe. Yeah, it's it's yeah. it's like slightly stronger than Mage Hand. Yeah. Yeah. And it's Unseen yeah. this time. I do like that we have a history of Colin not realizing that Unseen Servant has Unseen in the name. <laughs> he looks like a giant rabbit. Easter but he's bunny. unseen. Yeah, Easter Bunny. He looks like <laughs> a giant Easter Bunny, just like Harvey. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like and we, we had it's been established that Colin missed the instructions the first time he had unseen <laughs> servant in his spell repertoire. All right, so you cast unseen servant. You feel this presence, you know, agreeing to the terms, and you leave him by the door. Okay, and that's for one hour. All right, uh, you enter the bar. Old Franzo, the bartender. Oh, twice in one day. Good to see you again, friends. Hey, buddy. <laughs> Most people don't stick around more than one day. How, 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 how was, how was, what did you think of our fine, our fine village? Um, the township is phenomenal. Um, some of the, some of the animals on the outskirts, uh, on the road we were planning on traveling, uh, spooky for our taste we were wondering mm. if we could have uh a room maybe two rooms for the evening uh he goes you're in luck we only have two rooms phenomenal actually you, you would have noticed there was no real inn in town it seems like old franzo has just kind of converted a couple of rooms up, like store rooms above the bar for occasional visitors um but there was no, like, nowhere in town was there anywhere that was like, stay here. But uh, he says, you know, for um, a gold, uh, a gold piece will cover two rooms for the night. And um, um, how many gold pieces for two rooms and uh, a forgetful bartender? <laughs> Roll, uh... oh, what are. How 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 you present this? Do you present it um, like like with a with a stage wink or like how, what is the? I will I'll lean onto the bar a bit and I'll just tip my bowler hat up and look very sincere. I'm going to roll an intelligence check for the bartender to see if he actually gets it. Not behind him. Uh, behind him, Ezekiah, she's going to like, like uh, nod exaggeratedly in like big, big wink, big um, wink. We've got a natural one on the bartender's <laughs> roll, and just and he, you actually watch the hamster fall off the wheel, like, and he just can't process what you're saying to it like he doesn't get it it just goes right over his head he's never he's never seen a single spy movie um wow and he just goes um i mean i'm probably forgetful you know in general but that's a great you know start. so there's no there's no charge from my memory you know it's just straight you know oh, oh well i feel like i should owe you something for a forgetful memory uh here's here's two gold for the rooms and another two gold for your memory problems you sure? Of course. Uh, you know, anything to guarantee a forgetful memory. Uh, roll a persuasion check for me. 
Okay. Uh, that's a three on the dice. <laughs> <laughs> and I have a negative one for my persuasion. Oh my God. So you get a two. So I got Hold a on. two. Oh, okay. This, for the rest of you, you watch, this is possibly the <laughs> most uncomfortable conversation you've seen in a while. Because you've got a guy who's trying to be persuasive and failing and a guy who doesn't understand what he's being persuaded of. So it's less <laughs> that he's failing to persuade, but there's more like a cognitive dissonance happening. And finally, old Franzo just goes, I, sir, I don't understand why you want to pay extra for the room, but if you insist, I won't say no. Well, I mean, I'm not paying extra for the room. I'm, I'm paying for the room and then I'm paying for your <clears throat> understanding of our situation in wanting to remain unseen. <clears throat> he looks at the, he looks at you. He looks at Ezekiah. She looks at Strummer. He looks at Max. And then he does. He, he, and then he reverses the order. And he goes, Oh, mate, look, you know, whatever you into, you're into is fine. I'm not, it's, it's none of my business what you get up to for you. That's, that's, that's it, two rooms. That's fine. You just need the two rooms. Yeah. That is, I, I am, I am look so at me, man. glad before I, before I, before I bought this bar, lad, I, I, you know, I, I, I lived a life. I get it. You know, you do, you do, you just try not to like break any furniture. Oh, I'm going to do me and then all of these. And I need you to make sure that none of our spouses find out any of this. That you, you, that's I, la, 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 la. Sworn to secrecy. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, he puts his hands, his, his fingers in his ear and he's like, oh, la, 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 did. Nope, nope, none of my business. Nope. If you want to join in later, um, we can make room. <laughs> Roll a persuasion check. Oh, it gets a actually I have a pretty good modifier. So uh, it's a two on the die for an ocho. Uh, he goes, oh, you know, it, uh, uh, small village. You know, if my wife found out, I'd. There's only so many couches here, you know. Exactly. Yeah, I, I, I I'm, I'm, I'm flattered, but I, I'd never get away with it. And look, um, I promise I only broke the one bar stool the time I sat on it. And I will be very careful with any furniture from now on. If you've heard of that, which clearly you have, you understand how regretful I was about it. It's and then, not, it, not a problem. Not a problem. This covers the chair. This is, we're good. We're, we're good. We're good. Lovely. Hey, and, um, hey mate, has... Is Riza working tonight still? She's um, still on. As as you ask this, when you walked in, there was a sweeping noise, and then the sweeping stopped during the proposition stage. And, and now um, we're asking if she's here. <laughs> um, and Elga, the other barmaid, has is holding the broom just looking at all four of you with her mouth wide open <laughs> as if she's trying to do the math and is 
unable to figure out the physical calculus of how this works. She seems particularly confused by the halfling turtle combination. <laughs> As okay. she looks, Edge looks and says, she tops. <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> All of this goes 100% over Max's head. <laughs> um, so she's standing there holding the broom and there's a full beat. Like we're talking somewhere between 15 and 30 seconds of her just staring at all of you. And she goes, what do you need Risa for? Well, she, she had asked us to go look for her brother and we just wanted to Oh, 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 okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh. Max just looks Jeez. really confused about why she's so oh. relieved. And, and now you see like she's sweating. Like she's got like beads of sweat on her forehead. She's just like, oh, Are you okay, Olga? I'm, oh, okay. I'm okay now. I she's Did you have a little too much beer? No, no. It's good she's beer. Out. I don't blame you. She, she's she's outside. Uh, picking up some herbs for tomorrow's roast. Wait, I'll go get her. I just had a, I had a, I had a concern. It has been alleviated. I'll be right back. Thanks, doll. And she and she scoots like like you see little feet moving all the all the way out and just books it out the back door, which which, uh, which swings open. And you can see there's a small garden. They've got like a chicken coop out there, like the basics of what you'd have for like a. For a, a artisan uh, kitchen, you know, with uh, with the vegetables and stuff that they'd need for the for the, for the meals for the next day. And if you wait, Risa will come in, looking somewhat concerned that you're back this quickly. Uh, I'll just tap Max on the shoulder and kind of scoot her along with me, so the other two don't go over and explain what happened to the brother. Yep. Um, um, I'm going to roll perception to see, and see if I even am paying attention to any okay. of this at this point. Um, there, and, and it's not empty right now. There are other patrons, uh, actually some of which have been kind of eavesdropping with a bit of interest. Um, and it's a, it's, it's a mixed crowd. You see like, you know, like laborers, you see some folks that, um, look like they might be shopkeeps. Actually, the um, uh, Professor Bray is sitting in the very back corner, uh, nursing um, uh, a beer. He he wasn't. He has not actually been listening to your conversation. At all he looked at you, kind of like as if expecting you to talk to him. And then when you didn't, he went right back to putting notes in a notebook. Um, the record, I do not notice. You, 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 yeah, <laughs> it was two, two absent-minded professors did not pay any attention to each other at all. He looked at he's like, oh, oh, and like, like the, the hand went up when you when you walked right by. He's like, oh, no, not here to see me. That's fine. Um, but there's, there's there's probably uh, ha- uh, six or eight people um, in this small little little tavern having having their evening meal and, and drinks. Um, but Risa comes in and she kind of like looks around and she goes, why, why don't you? Um, Come out to the garden, come out to the garden. Like she's looking for some privacy. So she'll take you out that back door. Um, we can see it's a little fenced in. And there's a small, um, like a pond behind there. So the it's it's almost peaceful. It's like a small pond on the edge of the wheat fields. Uh, so you're kind of looking out over this as the sun is setting. The sky is a deep red as the evening grows uh, grows long. And um, she says, you, you're back so soon. What happened? 
Well, um, it, we didn't have to go very far to um, discover what we needed to find out. I'm afraid. And she waits. Like she sa- says nothing, but her eyes go big. Um, we believe that your brother was um, doing a great job hunting. Uh, it seemed like he was on the trail of a beast so impressive <laughs> and could have, uh, you know, could have fed the whole town, as far as I can tell. And, um, you know, but I'm afraid it looks like something happened to him naturally and uh, uh, on the trail. But it seemed peaceful. He seemed okay, but he is... Uh, um, Max, what, how would you describe him? Max just gently reaches out <laughs> and touches Riza's arm and says, I'm so sorry, dear. It, he, he's gone. Um, she looks down at you and you can see her eyes welling up. And she's like, I, I, he was gone so long. I thought that might be the, the, case, the case. Was there a, was there a body? There was. We just didn't think you'd want to see it. it, it you know, you don't need to see man. that, hun. But we we brought back. I think it was a handkerchief or bandana or something that he had, just so you yes. could keep something of his. We took it off his whole body. <laughs> I, I will give a glare to Grayson at this point and just be like, "Dude, come on!" <laughs> um, <laughs> and just do another nice oh little pat gosh. on Reese's arm and be like, "It's it's okay." <laughs> Let's do, are the other two there giggling and looking awkward or is it just you two that are having this conversation? Um, well, they had moved away from us and uh, okay. I rolled high enough on my perception to realize that they were going to ditch us. So <laughs> I'm still in the bar uh, and I let them have their moment recognizing right. that I'm a hot mess. Uh, uh, yeah, Ej grabbed a, a red beer and went to uh, ask the locals What's the deal with that pig that won't stop growing, knowing that he's going to just, it'll be an hour. Oh, yeah. They're, t- they're regaling you. Great. About, you know, there's somebody that like that, that, uh, this pig, uh, they'll tell you about a story about how he ran for mayor. No. And he won, but he was disqualified on account of not being able to sign the paperwork. Scandal. Um, and so while you're getting regaled with pig stories, Max and... And Grayson, roll uh, uh, persuasion or deception. Uh, your choice. Are you trying to bullshit or are you trying to be sincere? You, oh, you no. God, I even switched dice. God oh, no. It. I mean, I guess I probably have to roll deception. I was not. Yeah, you were. You were um, I, I, I would say the his whole body. With natural persuasion, uh, that's an eight. <laughs> eight. Oh, my God. So okay. I got a natural 19 for a total of 18. She is, she picks up on something being off with Max. Like she can tell you're holding something back, uh, but isn't quite sure what. Grayson, the whole body thing flips a switch and you can tell she kind of is thinking maybe there's a language barrier. 
That's she's true. just kind of written off your weirdness as the fact that you're a turtle, and maybe there's like a cultural thing that she's not understanding. <laughs> like perhaps a whole body is what happens when you die. That is your whole body <laughs> as opposed to your time. spiritual body or something like that. So she's, she just kind of has written off your weird awkwardness as being cultural, but Max, almost because of your sincerity, she's, you could see just a bit of wonder, like maybe there's more to the story than you're telling her, but she does accept the handkerchief if you give it to her, or the, the um, bandana. Bandana. Mm-hmm. Um, and she'll show you, I mean, it is bloodstained, um, yeah. but she'll show you that, it, it, just, he, I mean, I love him. He wasn't that bright. We had to, we had to stitch his initials into everything and she'll show you his little initials on the edge of the, on the hem of the, um, the handkerchief and say, did you, did you bury him in, in the woods? Is that what happened? Yes, absolutely. That's what we did. We put his, <laughs> his long torso uh, with attachments and <laughs> limbs and we put it in one hole that was, was, uh, uh, roughly <laughs> six feet long. Oh my god! And then we put we put we put dirt back over that hole that now contains his body, and some rocks on top. We put rocks on top. He's resting See? now. <laughs> he's at, he's oh, at pieces. It looks. He's, he's at pieces. He she looks at you, and then. Puts a hand on your on your scaly the back of your hand, and just with the most, it's almost like the reason why she's not crying is you've confused her so utterly. <laughs> like she wants to cry, but she's so baffled that she, if a person's face could say, "I'll process this later," that's what her expression says. She goes, "I, I need to go tell my family, but thank you for, for what you did, but." And um, she reaches into her pocket and she takes out, it's in a little, very tiny little leather bag. It's like, like, I don't know, an inch square, you know, with like, with the little, like the little drawstrings. I keep doing hand gestures because it's a fucking <laughs> podcast. Um, <laughs> um, but she'll open up the, this little tiny pouch and she'll drop a, it's a ring. It's a, a, a diamond ring. And she says, I, I don't have much, by the way, a cash, but this is an heirloom. Um, and it's, it's, um, it'll fetch a good price. Not here in town, but you, I know you're travelers. If you bring this to a different city, this should fetch a very good, a very good price somewhere else. And um, it's, all I, it's, all I, it's all I really have, but I, I think it's, you should have it. Um, oh. and the are you sure? Well, I- uh, when you say this is all you have, is this like it? Uh. <laughs> uh, what, what he means to Holy say is shit. we don't want to take something from you that is a precious right. family heirloom. That, you know, yes, if that. we were doing a favor, we don't want to take a, a, your greatest treasure from you when you yes. just lost your brother. No, no, no. Is no. what he means to say. What, um, what the child said. Not the child. <laughs> I shoot a glare. <laughs> Does he actually think she's a child? <laughs> oh no, no, he doesn't. He doesn't. <laughs> this whole time, he's like halflings are just small human children. This whole time, he, um, he has a high enough intelligence. I can't do that. Oh yeah, you. Um, I should say. I mean, it it it, it is a, it's a, it is an heirloom. It was my grandmother's wedding ring, but um, 
I, I don't have much, you know, any coin I make goes to food. So it's not like I've got a lot of money in the hidden in a mattress somewhere, but this is the most, like this is the most valuable thing I can give you to thank you for giving me some peace and giving my family some peace. I don't think we can take this. Um, uh, I look Grace. at Grayson because I'm not sure, but I'm like, I don't, I, I don't know, Riza. I don't know that we can take this from you. It do either of you have, uh, do either of you have any skills that would let you sort of like assess what something would be worth? Uh, hmm. <clears throat> Go, just roll a straight intelligence check. Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> An intelligence check. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> well, no, well, I actually did okay. I got a fifteen this time. 15? No, you get a minus your. Yeah, that was two <laughs> minus two. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, you got to make sure you minus. No, yeah, 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 I got minuses to my intelligence. Miranda, Miranda playing stat cop over there. Make sure. You <laughs> no, make sure. Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, so we get a, well, we get a, a book learned. <laughs> I am apparently not very well versed in jewelry. I got a natural one. Uh, oh, for a total of six. Um, that's a very <clears throat> shiny rock. While um, the while the um, <clears throat> the rogue built as a face detective learns about pigs. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you you would know exactly what this is. But actually, with a fifteen, um, it, it's a pretty well cut diamond, like probably a couple hundred golds worth of diamond. I mean, are you sure you want to give this to us? Well, he, here's the thing. It was it was going to be for him to give to whoever he married, so oh. it doesn't really matter anymore, does it? I mean, if you felt like it was going to pain you to keep it as a reminder of him, <laughs> we could certainly you're, take it off your hands. You're... you're You're starting to make it awkward. <laughs> no. I get um, that a lot. She's, I, j- just, t- just, 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 just take it. Okay. Just take it. It'll bring me some peace to know that you went out in the woods and risked your lives looking for him. I couldn't do it. So just, just, please just take it. Well, thank you. I hope, I hope, I hope you find some peace and that your family can all be together to remember him. Um. So she'll put it back in the little satchel and she'll hand it to, uh, to max because you're closer on mm-hmm. that level um and you can add a diamond ring uh a 300 gold piece diamond ring it is gauche but it has heft <laughs> to it so we'll, and... we'll leave you to to have a moment i think you need to process a little yeah, I'm no, just gonna grab Grayson and tug him here. along. <laughs> yeah. And she, she, so she stays outside as you head back in. She'll, she'll kind of stand in the garden by herself as the sun is setting. As you walk back in, Elga scurries away like she was 100% fucking eavesdropping on you. Like, oh, like, oh, I'm being cool. I'm not doing anything. And, um, and then as you walk in, you hear it's almost like the sound of a rubber band snapping as the front door pops open and you hear it strike someone in the face. (laughs) It's just a, it's a slapping crunch noise. And just, Oh, it broke me fucking nose. (laughs) Ah! 
Oh, what the hell? What happened? God damn it, Marlon. And in walks. Actually, do you, do you react to this as someone tries to come in, or do you try, or do you try to hide? I mean, I did not roll a high perception check. <laughs> <clears throat> what about the what about the two that were inside? As you hear the door smash into someone's face. Uh, as as part, I don't think he was aware that uh, Grayson did anything special. So he's, you know, oh, that's some pig, and uh, keeping an eye out to find out. Um, you know uh, uh, where where the, the other two are. So really, as as the other two are walking in, the door snaps open uh, with the with the effect of like when you pull it on a door that's kind of stuck, and you don't do the smart thing, and you really just try to force it open. There's a pause. There's some swearing, and then the door calmly opens <laughs> anew, like someone went back and tried it a second time. And in walks um, this thick-set gentleman that uh, you remember had been walking alongside the mayor when you when you skipped town earlier. He's got a like just kind of like a grody five o'clock shadow, eyebrows that look like oversized caterpillars, and um, walks in. He's got like a truncheon hanging from his belt, and as he walks in, he's like. Franzo, you gotta fix the door, mate. That there's something wrong with it. There's something wrong with your door. I think I just and he like he like snot rockets a bloody like uh, a clot out of his nose. I think I, I think I just broke my like I just broke my nose on your fucking door, man. And Franzo's like, there's nothing wrong with my door. That's how you doing, Sheriff Sheriff Bundle? And he Sheriff looks around. Bundle. Bundle, and he looks through the room, and you see he kind of like hooks a hand on his belt, still barrel chested. Then he kind of locks eyes with each one of you once, one at a time, one at a time. And then uh, let's see who I'm going to roll a die to see who he settles on who's uh, to speak with. Max. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> dumb one. Please just, approach the dumb one. <laughs> yeah. He just looks around. And he goes. You four. And he's out of breath. Like he clearly took a 15 pounds of pressure was enough to really like hit him hard. Like something happened. <laughs> he had an experience with this door when the when it happened. Names Sheriff Grunbundle. I'm here to invite you to dinner with Mayor Toot. He'd like to speak to you as the newcomers in town. If you'll oh. come with me. Oh, oh <sighs> uh, well, that's that's very generous. Um, let let me just talk to my friends real quick, because I, I think we might have had plans for dinner. But well, give me a second. And I'm going to like turn and look. Well, yes. I mean, I think most of us could use a good night's rest after the 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 afternoon's adventures. Wander. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Our wander through the woods was very tiring. Mm -hmm. Very thorny. A lot of a lot of branches mm -hmm. smacking people in the face and stuff. Uh, Would... Are you conversing where Edge is and Strummer? 
It yeah. is a small enough room great, that it would good, be good, hard good. for you to not hear the conversation, actually. Okay. So. Maybe the the mayor would have a, a breakfast with us. Do you want to try to persuade him to switch it to a brunch? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is Grayson going to do this, or does, does someone with a slightly... Oh, God, more please skill somebody humans? else do it. <laughs> uh, yeah, me... She... Go ahead. Yeah. No, no, I really couldn't get in the way of such a social butterfly <laughs> you know i i really think we're probably a little too tired tonight and would be probably really bad company i had a little too much to drink with lunch so you know uh maybe maybe <laughs> we could do breakfast i love breakfast oh, God. If, or, if it wouldn't be a horrible inconvenience to the mayor as this is obviously uh, a very big honor perhaps 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 mr grun bundle was it yeah, Sheriff, not Mr. Sheriff Grunbundle. Sheriff Grunbundle, excuse me. I use your, I'll use your title of office every time now. I think what my companions are saying is it has been an extraordinarily long day. And if we could just get a, a disco nap, we might be fresher for a supper. Uh, a, a short rest, <laughs> somewhere a lie down might do wonders for our sociability. Would that be amenable to uh it was Mayor Mayor Groot? Choot? Choot. Choot. I rolled a nine for persuasion, by the way. Oh boy. <laughs> I was gonna say you, you've got a team thing going on, so you could roll separate roles for the two of you, or you can do help, but I think yeah. maybe you've already think- rolled so can Ash can Ash help it out? As, well, Ash can roll his own role if you want to. Because right. let's say you do it separate roles at this point. All right, I'll even refrain from calling him Sheriff Grundle for now. <laughs> oh, that's just bad. We're going for 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 persuasion here. Uh, yeah. Again, with a plus six and uh modifier, that's a nine. A nine. So two nines. Doing great. Um, Eighteen, uh, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> that's how D D works you just add your your scores together um he's like and, and as this is happening by the way someone else tries to walk in and the same thing happens to them and you just hear bam and you're just like i jesus oh me fucking nose and you just and, and 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 grayson you get this vague like signal from your unseen servant hit speak yeah. but it sends you a signal that's sort of like sorry boss like there's, this, there's a situation <laughs> happening and he's clearly he's holding like with all of his one in strength might to try to hold this door shut and people just keep pulling on it and smacking themselves in the face um it has become the icy patch from the muppet christmas movie um, <laughs> And uh, but with two nines, like I don't want to be um impolite, but uh, I really got under gotta insist that you you come. We've got a whole spread set up. It's really I I, I must insist. Oh well, well we don't want to be rude. So if you insist, yeah. I we will we will follow you. I suppose. All right, and right this way. And he goes and he does like a very ginger pushing of the door. Like he doesn't trust it now. <laughs> and like there's sort of like he tests it, he tests it, and then he pushes it. And then when it opens, he's like, all right, all right, all right. And he pushes it open and leads you out into the street. Uh, would, we be, would we have had a chance to drop our things in the, <clears throat> the rooms? Um, 
I would say that you and Strummer would have had time to stroll up and drop your stuff off. The other two, the other two were outside talking. Uh, uh, wonderful. Did, yeah, the two of you could have left your bags behind. Good. That that um, affects what I'm armed with. <clears throat> oh, so you didn't. Oh, so you didn't. You're not bringing what you're armed with, or do you? Are you, um, do you, are you just well, so here's a here's a question, a social question. Uh, would it be customary for a, a gentleman to go armed with his rapier as a fashion accessory in addition to a defensive item, or is that more of a you know, uh, I'm ready to, to mess you up kind of signal. Uh, you rarely see people without something on them. Um, oh, so good. like a simple rapier, uh, at your hip is pretty standard issue. They, they, oh. they wouldn't question it. Um, good. Then I've got Griselda with me. Perfect. Yeah, all right. Yeah. The, if you were armed to the teeth, they might be suspicious, but having just one side, so- like a sidearm essentially is it's the wild west out here. Anything can happen, um, on the roads so that they're not surprised if you're carrying a sword or ax or something like that. Um, he does take a long look at Max's uh, massive, like oversized axe, less out of suspicion and more out of physics. <laughs> but he doesn't say anything about it. And he will lead you over to town hall. As we walk, I'll drop to the back of the pack and I'll turn to where my unseen servant is and uh, wave <laughs> them with us. Just and just say, uh, follow us. You do notice that you interrupt him having essentially a fight with someone trying to get into the bar. <laughs> um, there's just, there, it's, it's this, this old man with a cane who has taken to hitting the door. Like, like just like swinging that stupid door. And then he pulls it one more time right after you've asked the unseen servant to follow you. And the guy just goes ass over tea kettle and just falls <laughs> into the street as the door opens freely. And then you just, just, just say, Franzo from inside the bar. You've been drinking already, dead. Yeah, okay, out there. <laughs> and you are led towards town hall to a dinner with Mayor Chute. And that brings us to about an hour. So I think this would be a good place to take a break and we will pick up uh, afresh as you enter town hall. Hey, Colin, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me at colincarlton.com or on social media platforms at Colin Carlton or at Colin Carlton VO. Um, and you can find you can find our other podcast at charactersandclass.com or at CN Class Podcast. John, are you still an international man of mystery? I am. I'm not online. What's the internet? <laughs> uh, Danny, where can people find your amazing art? Uh, you can find me at Danielle Ante's art on Instagram. Miranda. You can find me on AOL Messenger. <laughs> <laughs> Never gets old. I know, it really doesn't. Uh, We're laugh uh, at it. Enough time gonna... goes in between episodes that I'm still going to laugh because I forgot the joke from last time. My Atari handle is. Oh, God. Uh, you can find me as Obscure Abrasion on most things. And I am Matthew Fillion, MatthewFillion.com, Matt Fillion on Twitter and Instagram. Ping me. Let's talk about D&D anytime. And welcome back next time, or I hope you join us next time for uh, dinner with Mayor Toot. Good night, everybody. Thank you.